Welcome to Coffee and Cleavage. Welcome. We are in Las Vegas, and we have a very, very special guest today. Um, red carpet charity host and host of the Michael Sartain podcast. Everyone, this is Michael Sartain. Hey, I'm, it's incredible. I made it on OnlyFans, finally. I just, <laughs> it's, it's like I'm living in an Instagram post at this point. This is fucking amazing. Well, we were just on uh, Michael's podcast, and um, we learned a lot about you, Michael. So we're really excited to have you on ours and just kind of, I don't know, dive in and talk about. Um, we have a lot of interesting things to actually talk to you about. Yeah, uh, let's let's just fucking let's just, just dive, dive right in. into okay, it. Okay, here so, we go. So, I'm excited. Uh, full full disclosure, <laughs> um, we had a conversation. We spent some time with Michael yesterday. We are at Sapphire's Pool Club here in Las Vegas. Shout out to Sapphire's. Thanks for having us. Yes, yes. Um, and we got to know a little bit more about Michael. We we went through face fucking app. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> we you know had to deal with some. Some interesting people. We learned a little bit about preferences that you like and yes. think how you um, deal with encounters with women. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I think I just want to just get right into it right away. Um, threesomes. Okay, you guys did a you guys did a um, podcast on threesomes, which I thought was really interesting uh, because listening to both of you talk about how you would have. Well, go ahead. Can you reset what you guys thought as two women? What you guys thought about threesomes? I mean, I think it's it all depends on the type of relationship that you're in. Yes. Yeah. It all depends on your partner or if you don't have a partner, if there's no strings attached. You would think that would be the ideal way of a threesome because no one's getting hurt, you know? Right. No, Nothing's getting fucking weird. Uh, I think it's hard to have a relationship where you love someone and you care about someone and you have a threesome with them and there's no... Um, there's no emotional feelings unless you go into that and you've already liked that. And I guess that what leads me to what I thought was so interesting about your take on threesomes, which I'll let you explain. Yeah. So I, I have found this like very reductive, ignorant view from several men that I've talked to that all women are bisexual and that's just not the case. And you don't know that until you meet a woman who's actually bisexual. So I know some women who like went through periods of their life where they only dated women, right? They didn't date any men and they, um, it, it, so there's a difference between a girl who goes to a party, takes some Molly and then just like kisses some other girl on camera and a girl who will take another girl on a date and then try to be in a committed relationship with another woman because she likes women as much as she likes men. I generally, and because I live in Las Vegas, there are a lot of bisexual women here. I generally only date women who like women. And because of that, it, like for instance, the last girl I was seeing seriously, if I told her you can't see any women, she would have broken up with me on the spot. There was no negotiation. So there, again, two types of threesomes. So there's the type of threesome where it's like, hey, honey, it's my birthday. Let's all take Molly and go to Ibiza. And like, I won't touch the other girl and you guys can make out and we'll do this once a year. And she's like, okay, honey, I'll do this for you. And then if you're dating a bisexual woman, she's like, who are we calling over tonight? Like, which one of our friends are we calling? Over? And then she just doesn't give a fuck. Like, I... When I'm with a girl like that, I'm not usually the one initiating it. They are. And, it, and I found it is night and day difference. And there's a misunderstanding because like less than 10% of the population is bisexual. So that's the reason why. And, um, and so from that, what I found was like, that's the difference, right? When you hear the miscommunication as a heterosexual woman, it must be difficult to see this man who like you've invested so much in, and you may be the father of your children being with another woman. And I talked to one of my friends, Chelsea, she was telling me about this and she would get violent. She'd be like, there's no fucking way I want to see this. And I totally understand both things are right. Just yeah. like I have, I have clients and friends who are homosexual men and I respect the fact that they may want to marry each other. I don't want to watch it. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't want to watch it. Right. So I would, I would have a problem with it. And so, 
that's the situation here where it's like for a woman, she would understand it and maybe it looks good on porn or whatever, but like in real life, it's not like I, I I'll tell you in, in my experience, uh, it's, it's basically two girls who are really into me, each other and I'm like the butler. Like that's kind of what it feels like. Does that make sense? <laughs> so do, do you feel like the third wheel or yeah, are you pretty involved or do you mostly like just enjoy watching them enjoy each other? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm involved, but it, I am, oh God, I, can I even say this? Fuck. <laughs> All, right. All right. Ready? I'm, I'm, I've never said anything like this. There was one time, man, I don't, I don't know if I can say this. Say it. All right. I'm, I'm the two girls, one's on top of the other and the girl who's on the bottom facing up. I'm having sex with her and there's the girl on top of her. And while I'm having sex with her, she looks at the girl who's on top of her and, go, and she goes, you feel so good. I want you to think about what's going on there. Like I'm, I'm the one having sex with her, but she's looking at the other girl saying you feel like it was crazy. Like I, it's like I'm there, but I'm not there. Does that make sense? Yes. So you're there for their pleasure. <laughs> Correct. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. am a mechanic who just who showed up, you know, like, <laughs> like it's, it's not like it isn't porn where it's like all about the dude. It's not, it's not really like that. It's just like you're kind of, a prop. That, I that's think what that's like. what men, I think that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, obviously I'm not a man, mm -hmm. but I feel like a lot of like, when you're talking about men who are like asking their wives or their girlfriends, like, Oh honey, please. Like, I really want to have this threesome as a one time yeah. thing. It won't mean anything in, in that, in that fantasy. It's about the man getting to be with two, two women right. or watching two women enjoy each other versus like you have two women who thoroughly enjoy each other. The man's there as like an assistant. Yeah. The, the, You're the, the fucking ref, the connection. Yeah. A ref <laughs> or like the guy who picks up the, the taco bell from the uh, Uber driver, which, the Uber <laughs> Eats, which actually happened one time we went for like four hours and I had to go get taco bell from the front door and then we each Whoa. took a break and ate, ate the taco bell. I'm on Fuck, my life. Yeah. On my life. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I would say I'd get the girls to come on here, but that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, but no, the, the thing is it's, it's definitely like that. But what I found that works is if the, you have two women who are really, really into each other and then you're just there like driving the car or whatever, like facilitating it. And then it's, it's much better. Um, the other thing is like, it's, it was very rarely me. Like, and here's the other part that's really crazy. So most of the time when guys are trying to have threesomes, it's like, Hey, honey, let's go to my place and we'll drink wine and just kind of see where things lead. For us, it was never like that. For us, it w we would literally go to other girls and just be like, do you want to come home with us? And they'd be like, yes. Almost always they would say yes because I could tell when girls were bisexual because I just ask them questions. Have you ever been in a relationship with a woman? They'd be like, yes. It's never, did you kiss a woman? Did you go down on a woman? Have you never? Have you been in a relationship with a woman? If they say yes and we're like, do you want to come home with us? And almost always they would say yes and they'd come home. It was never any like negotiation or this might happen. We, we all fully understood what was going on. Like almost every time it happened, but it was because the women that I am with are always with women. And I'm very upfront about it. Here's another part that's crazy is when I date heterosexual women and I tell them this, they have no problem with it. They'll still date me. They don't, it was, it was a, but they don't want to be a part of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Does that mean, I, like I've literally been in situations where I, just last week where I was going on a date with a heterosexual woman and then there were bisexual women that I had been with before and they all knew about it and there was no problem, but she just didn't want to participate with these other girls. And we were, because we were so open and honest about it, everything was cool. We're all friends. And <clears throat> I feel like that's the moral of the story here yeah. is, is communication and knowing what you're getting into. Yes. You're saying you're getting into relationships with women who have been in other relationships. So it's like clear from the get go. It's not yes. like you're trying yeah. to like seduce a woman into having a relationship with you in another woman you guys are adults making decisions no, like, for can yourself can you be over here in like 20 minutes like seriously like one girl brought pizza over to the place and <laughs> I fucking love it so I'm, I'm really interested oh go ahead oh no go ahead I say tell us about your first threesome experience oh god uh, how long do you think that would have been um fuck um because you know I feel like a lot of our viewers are men and this is definitely a male fantasy I mean yeah 
I mean, not totally. I guess there's a lot of women that are into it too. Like yeah. you said, you were into women that date other women. The, this was this but. was uh, two girls. One of them, I think she was a former playmate, and she, her she had been in a relationship with a girl. Like mm-hmm. I was just again, I was the guest. Like it wasn't again. Mo- most of the time, it's a guy and a girl bringing another girl in. I was the guest. Mm. These women had been in an off and on again relationship, and I had been on dates with both of them separately. And then I just I just straight up said like, let's just do this, and they were like, fine. Like they they. But again, it, it's not a situation where I have to convince. Like most guys that I know that have threesomes, there is coke or Molly or fucking money involved. And with <laughs> with me, that's never the case because I've never t- tried drugs in my life and I've never I don't drink and I've never been drunk so it was just a situation where both of them had been dating each other for a while and then they were totally fine with it and then god was that the first one I gotta I gotta go back and remember but like it just depends on who you're with where with some people again it's like one of these situations because I've seen like you said before I've seen where heterosexual women placate to their husbands or or their boyfriends and then they end up like breaking up because of it yes and here's another thing and I will tell you because you brought this up too and this is absolutely true when we have a threesome with someone the other woman tends to be very attracted to me afterwards because I don't know I don't know exactly why the situation was but if I wanted to see her on my own on every case I probably could have that's something else that I've noticed so it's it's tough to say because you remember we talked about pre-selection in the last mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. well now she's seen you with another woman who's also very attractive right mm-hmm. so that that's that's also an issue uh, yes. that, that has to do with um but yeah it, it's never I just remember when I first started dating bisexual women that this was not a situation where I had to ask for it. It was always implied, and like I and I would just straight up tell them, "Let's take your friends out with us," and they'd be like, "Yes." And it was never like I, they never felt like they were doing me a favor. It was like I'm excited. And one of the things is because I know so many women. No, this is gonna sound really douchey, but because <laughs> because I host all these red carpets and and all this kind of stuff in the Maxim party, women know who are bisexual know that I'm gonna know a bunch of women. So I was dating this one girl. And she would ask me about all these other models. She'd be like, oh my God, she's hot, she's hot. And I'd be like, okay, let me call her. And we would literally call the girl that she wanted to know. But I knew if this girl was bisexual or not. And when they weren't, we would just still talk to them. And I, again, guys, there was nothing under the covers. Well, I'd literally be like me and X, we were wondering if you want to come home with us. And they were never offended because, because again, I've said this before. It's not the cheating. It's the lying. The lying is the problem. It's not the cheating. So I was just super upfront and honest about it. And when I was, the girls were always like super excited about it. And there was never a problem. Like they were like getting ready for the date, putting on makeup. I can't wait to see her. And it was very different from like, oh my God, I have to tolerate the fact that I'm going to watch my man fuck this other girl. It was never like that exactly. at all. And so that's, that's the issue that I would say. So does it create a moral hazard a little bit like I, lo- I just love being here because in Vegas because so many women who are attracted to women live in a, in a city with a bunch of insanely attractive women that's why they all live here so that's the reason why why uh, I'm like this so I'm curious um, when you're in these relationships with bisexual women are they open relationships do are there boundaries are there rules so initially whenever i start dating anyone we don't have boundaries but we'll just be like really honest with one another and then once we set the boundary which is usually going to be when i have a certain uh there's a there's a uh decision matrix that kind of goes off in my head which by the way it does for you too but it's it's different for you for you might feel more emotional but you know he's the right guy right there's a would i rather go the rest of my life without this person or with this person and for me it's like that and then and then like um I prefer if I was the perfect relationship for me it would be me with one girl and then we would ha- be with other women sometimes and it doesn't have to be a lot of other women but every once in a while for her and like I love the idea of me like a girl 
telling me she was fantasized about a certain girl and then me introducing her to that girl, I really, really enjoyed that. I re- there was one girl that this girl I was seeing, like her top all-time girl that she was really attracted to, and I brought her that like, girl literally brought her over that night. She was like shocked. No, we didn't have a threesome. We were just friends. But like, like I love that. I love the idea of me going out and finding women for the girl that I'm with. So I would prefer a monogamous relationship where we include another woman and we never have sex with somebody else unless, unless someone's else. And the next question you're going to ask me, no, there's no dudes. I'm a, there's just one. Dude. No, I totally wasn't going to ask okay. that. I actually wasn't. I just didn't get that impression. I mean, clearly you like women that are bisexual. I yeah. didn't, there was no part of that. No, no, but that's always the next question. It's like, isn't it a double standard? It is absolutely a double standard. I am not trying to say that it, it isn't. This is why I'm not trying to, I, I don't ask to date women who are, want two or three guys at the same time, but would like to be with another man, a woman and a man at the same time. So extra personal question. You can choose to answer this yeah. or not, but you're obviously with bisexual women. The uh-huh. women like having sex with you, yeah. which means they could like having sex with another man. Would you ever be open to watching your woman have sex with another man in a completely detached way and to which you were not involved? Personally, no. Uh, to me, that would be problematic. Like I, I, that's like one of the rules I have. Like I just don't want that at all. And it's, it's again, it's, it, we, we talked about this in the last podcast where my heterosexuality is tied to my masculinity. For most heterosexual men, it's not to say that homosexual men can't be masculine, but just generally from an evolutionary standpoint, that's just how men are. And so from that standpoint, no, I do not want to watch a girl that I'm with. What I'm shocked by is how many men have asked me or women have asked me to be with this woman in front of the one of the first threesomes I had was with a woman who I originally met her boyfriend had asked me to have sex with her in front of him and I didn't because it was weird and I just don't want him in the corner jerking off watching us I just did not find that appealing in any way there's nothing wrong with it it's obviously become a bigger and bigger thing recently people are really into this but I'm not. I, I find that to just uh, like to me. I would. I, it would. To, for those of you who don't know, there's a great book by David Buss called "The Murderer Next Door." Eighty-eight percent of murders are men killing other men over women. And I, I fall. In, I'm not not murder, but I fall into that category where I just really me seeing something like that would. Yeah, I mean, per- personally, I'm not. I'm not into that either. And me and Lenny actually learned a lot about this because we had people talking to us, asking us questions on on OnlyFans mm-hmm. about cuckolding which oh, is cuckolding. the term yeah, of cuckolding, watching yeah. well it actually comes yeah. from it actually comes from taxidermy or biology it's a a term where one um chicken male chicken or female would steal the eggs from another uh nest and then a different male would end up raising the children does that make sense yeah Something it does like that, it's, it's right. a very interesting term but we we're yeah. like what the fuck does this yeah, mean uh, the, the female <laughs> would take would take one of her eggs and put it in another uh female's nest and then another man would be helping raise that's what cuckolding yeah so but i mean but in in layman's term it's like i mean the way that it's talked about online is like you watch like somebody having sex with your wife and you watching i could i could imagine like the idea of being me being with somebody and then seeing them with someone else like the jealousy that it would invoke and that Mm -hmm. being like like for instance i could see um if you've ever been to a swingers resort like like uh, hedonism You'll see these swingers and they're absolutely in fine with this type of activity. And I could see like after being with someone for a long time and having a difficulty just having normal sexual arousal because you've had sex with this person 40,000 times, getting to the point where you want to see them with someone else so you get angry so that you want it later. I know one couple, the guy, the girl would literally blindfold herself. She, I, I'll get her on your podcast. She's incredible. She's a huge influencer too. She, she would be blindfolded. Her man would show up and literally 
guide other men to have sex with her. This is the what? crazy part. She Holy fuck. She wouldn't take yeah. the she wouldn't take the blindfold off and afterwards he'd leave. So she never knew who she who had sex she with. She was having sex. And with. she knows that two of them were at her gym and she doesn't know who they are. She so she sits there walk walking around with dudes that she's had sex with. So again, the, this guy is super into it. Now, here's the thing. Again, uh, heterosexuality tied to masculinity or whatever. I know, and this is not always the case, because I definitely know that there's some dudes who are just into watching their wife having sex with other guys for whatever reason, but I do know that there are some women that I've seen before, and I had a discussion with my friend. She specifically would keep dating guys, and they would always end up being bisexual or, or like secretly homosexual, and the thing is she had been sexually assaulted before, and she was specifically looking for men who were not aggressive towards her. They're very non-aggressive, and what she was, what was, she was viewing as non-aggressive was actually a dude who was into men, and she didn't know this, so she literally was married to two guys who were bisexual, didn't find out until she, after he was married and then started dating another guy who was bisexual. But they were way more into men than they were into women. And she didn't understand. But she, what she wanted was safety. So was these big, huge dudes who like like liked having sex with men, right? And then sometimes these guys are the guys who also want to see her with some other dude. This is a this is an Makes area sense. this is an area I have no judgment on, but I'm not a part of I'm not in this area. Does that make sense? Oh, but, but I but I, I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to get into uh, some more personal questions, just because out of curiosity, and I'm sure a lot of people are curious that have never had a threesome, were you nervous the first time? No. No. No, I was, um, it's really weird, because I was so familiar with both of these girls. Okay. Uh, mo the majority of the threesomes I have had with or with a few girls <laughs> where I have knew both of them, it's most of the time it's actually two girls I've previously dated. And so generally, no, I'm, I'm not. Um, I, I'm excited. It's fun. It's like, very happy. I. I recommend it. I'll tell you something else. I'll tell you something else. Uh, when I'm when I'm with someone and we have a threesome, the next day I cannot. I want to be with them, just me and them. So much. I don't know how to explain this because it sounds really bad. But like, there was a situation where I was in an open relationship, and I would go uh, and I would tell the girls like, "Hey, I'm going to go to L.A. and I'm probably going to be with somebody else." And I would be very open about it. And I'd come back, and I couldn't wait to see her. Like, I, it made me want to see her so bad. So whenever we'd have a threesome, my the main girl I was with the next day, I just wanted to I wanted to take her fucking get a massage. I want to take her to dinner. I want to spend the whole fucking day with her. And it wasn't like apology or anything. It's just it made me appreciate her so much more, and just wanted to be with her just me and her um and so that was one thing that happened like after we would we would do it the next day i was just obsessed with her i don't know how to explain it but that's, that's interesting yeah fascinating yeah, that really is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i guess i i just thought of asking you like if you're nervous because i've i've heard men say that they love the thought of a threesome yeah but the pressure of having to please two women at the same time. Yeah. You know, like I mean, that's what that's but on you not, not really because they're <laughs> again, these are bisexual women who are true. They are, they are better at pleasuring each other than I am. Mm. So, well. and I think in that male fantasy, they're thinking about them being with two women versus the women being together. So I think that's a really different dynamic. There are yeah. times when they don't even, like, <laughs> they don't even know you're in the room. Maybe uh, <laughs> no, like like <laughs> that. Like, I, clearly, my function is obvious, but they're kissing each other while I'm having sex with one of them, and like I don't. I make jokes like, "Hey guys, I'm here," you know, I'm saying whatever, and they just laugh at me or whatever, and it's like it's funny. But they they then they tell me what to do. Like it's very much I am the object, and they they'll tell me what to do. But dude, I'm having a threesome with two hot girls. I'm not gonna fucking complain. And any any dude who says they would is a liar. Like that's that's just <laughs> not the case, right? So it's it's just generally that case. But what I found again, um, another guy, uh, Lemon uh, Lemon Pepper Lou, Lou Lou Williams. He's a shooting guard for the Atlanta Hawks. I think he's with the Hawks now. He um 
he is dating two women at the same time and they're a, they're a lesbian couple and the guys ask him like so how do you do it and he goes i don't do shit they do it i just sit there and like kind of like deal with it because that's a situation he's the first guy i've seen that's like openly like this where he's not trying like i've seen dudes like try to pretend like they're pimps or whatever and they have a bunch of girls with them that's not what's going on here these are two women and he just is along for the ride and what i found is like for that nobody's feelings get hurt and it's a lot more consistent and you no one has to lie to anybody which is to me the most important thing is that nobody lies yeah absolutely because the line is what causes all of the insecurity and the jealousy and the upset feelings Mm -hmm. and yeah i mean very 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 interesting but i also wouldn't ask a girl so it's it's really weird because i've been with some women who are really attractive and i've had heterosexual women say that they would have a threesome with us and i'm always worried about that because that's not well if they're single maybe but i'm always worried about that because this is not something that they're gonna it's not a normal thing does yeah. that make sense? No, just like, absolutely. Just, you don't yeah. know how you're going to feel after. Like, like if a woman was yeah. attractive enough, I know some dudes. If a woman was attractive enough, she, he'd have he'd do a fucking what's it called the uh, the Eiffel Tower. He'd <laughs> he'd have the devil's threesome with an, uh, another man just because he gets to have sex with this girl who's super hot. I couldn't do that, right? That would be the same thing with me. I mean, obviously, a dude touching me, I, I definitely would not be okay with that. But like that that would be the t- same type of situation. I start thinking, how would I feel? So this is what I do with my guy friends. They're always like, Michael, how do you get how do I get my girlfriend to have a threesome with him? And I was like, here's what you do. So what you do is just imagine this. I'm I'm Sally and I'm like, hey Sal, uh, hey Sam, here's what I want you to do because you care about me so much. What I need you to do is suck my friend's penis. Will you do that for me? This is John. I care about him very much and just to open our horizons, I need you to give him a blowjob. And I, I go I, I go to Sam. I said, "Hey Sam, what would she have to do to get you to be okay with that?" Nothing. There's nothing she could do. Then stop asking your heterosexual girlfriend to have a fucking threesome with you. Dude. <laughs> Fuck <the> yes. <laughs> Amen. Yes. You know, I fucking love that because it, it does flip the script yes. because it's a, it's it's very I mean, that's just a double standard. Yeah. You know, yeah. like if you're not okay with that, why is she going to be okay with that? And why does she have to be okay with that just to fulfill your fantasy? Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. I just for me the main thing cuz I cuz some of these girls I date and we don't have threesomes they're they're just bisexual women for me it was the fact that I don't have to lie about it it was one of these things where like my female friend like if I was ever to tell tell you guys about a girl that I was seeing I would tell you and I would not have any worry about you judging me cuz we're not dating then that's awesome I love that freedom of being able to talk about girls that I'm seeing and then getting advice from pretty girls really attractive women who who've been in relationships before I would love to get your advice about stuff so that's great but it's also great and now I'm in a relationship with a woman I can have that conversation holy shit man there's so much that's open to it do you understand mm-hmm. and we go on vacation with other girls and stuff like that it's just really great and then nobody's jealous and people are very happy and then i'm just really good at being a cop because i have so many female friends i'm really good at being accommodating in that type of situation uh, so that's that's just the lifestyle that i've chose and it's like we talked about of like it's hard to go back for me it's very hard to go back there's there's been maybe three girls that i know that i would probably consider being in a monogamous relationship with that like in maybe the last 10 years that i would consider it but it would be difficult but, um, you know, I've just decided to be honest with myself. That's why I don't live in Des Moines, Iowa. That's why I don't live in Wichita, Kansas. I live in Las Vegas for that reason. <laughs> Sin City, You live baby. in the Mecca of it all. Yeah. yeah. Sin mm-hmm. City. You know, that's, a, that's even kind of a funny concept because it's like in some eyes, like some people's eyes, that's like a sin. Yeah. And to other people, it's like completely fucking normal. Yeah. It's their life. It's their everyday well, lifestyle. Well, the thing is like you guys are, are not doing it, but you don't judge me for doing it. No, right. That's a, that's the kind that's kind of situation. You. Right. So that, but that's cool. Like that's generally what my female friends are like. They don't judge me like, Oh man, good. If you can get, I have one of my female friends. She's, um, we've been friends for a while 
she's we're both obsessed with Game of Thrones. That's like why we're we're friends. And then she sees who I'm dating. She's like, "How the fuck do you do this?" They're like, "Because she just thinks I'm a normal." She looks at me like an older brother, like I'm just some normal schlub. And she's like, "How the fuck is this happening to you?" Like she's always <laughs> ragging on me. Right? It was funny because I talked to her last night, and it, it's it's just like that with in, in their situation where it's like. Um, I try to explain to her, I'm like, this doesn't make sense to you because this is not what you're into. But it's not, again, uh, let me go back to this. I don't have to convince anyone to have a threesome. They want to do it. And if that's who you want to be with, and that's how you choose. Now, I live in a city where the if you're a cocktail server here, the girls that you work with at Wet Republic or Encore Beach Club or Marquee, or if you work at the Rhino or CH3 or if you work at Sapphire, if you work at one of those places, you're surrounded and naked with beautiful women all the fucking mm-hmm. time. Who, who would that attract to come work here? There's a lot of bisexual women who are just attracted to coming to this place and working here, which is why I've never had a problem. Like, I literally have a group. There's some nights, I went out the other night and there was like seven of us and every girl was bisexual that was in the group. And several of them had dated each other and it was just like not an issue whatsoever. Some of the girls only like women. Does that make sense? I've yeah. been on dates before, like, or I'm literally on a date with a girl who's bisexual, and then her girlfriend comes along with us, and boy, you really got to pay attention to the girlfriend. You can't, The girlfriend has to love you, bro. I'm buying the girlfriend flowers, even though we're never going to touch each other. You really got to pay attention to the girlfriend. So there's just stuff like that that goes on. It's funny. I've never yes. talked about this. I, like, I have a bunch of clients, and I never talk about this with them. It's very, it's very I love it. I do, too. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. Would you be in a monogamous relationship with a bisexual woman? So she's attracted to other women, but... For whatever reason, she doesn't well, so want to have an open relationship. But she, but she's not also not going to be with other women at all. Well, I don't know. That I would mean, be that would be scenarios. kind of unfair. Like, like that would be unfair. Yeah, it would be like just imagine how much you guys like a guy. Now take that completely away from you. Like that's part of her. It, like a bisexual woman. So there are some women who go through a phase in college where they were pseudo lesbians. This is not what I'm talking about. Like this is like them being with men and women is a real thing in their life. Like it is. It is their right to feel this happiness that they get from it, and you can't take that away from them. So in this situation, I know it sounds like, oh yeah, Mike, you you can't take away with from them having being <laughs> being able to have threesomes with them. But no, yeah. it's one of these situations where it's like this is what I like. So let me find somebody who's into what I like. Um, I um. This is going to sound really dark. So I believe in evolutionary psychology, which one of the one of the tenets of evolutionary psychology is sort of leads to this very uncomfortable belief that there is no such thing as free will. Every single preference that we have comes from evolution. And if you believe that, then we get into a situation where like um, there is no date, there is no fate, destiny or karma, because I don't believe in that. I, I, I don't. So there's the idea, right? You ask psychology students who do not some of whom are atheists. Do, is there such thing as a soulmate? All of them raise their hand and say, yes, there's a soulmate. But my whole thing is like. What about those kids in Africa who had a limb blown off? Where's their fucking soulmate? Where's the kids who, who get spina bifida and die by the age of 16? Where's their, how come you get a soulmate, but they don't get a fucking soulmate? Mm-hmm. How about all these kids, dude, did 60 million people died from the Spanish flu in the, in the 1920s? Where's their fucking soulmate? These people get a soulmate, but because we're like pretty and we live in North America, we get a soulmate. Fuck that. We just watch too much TV. I don't believe that. <laughs> so for me, it's not about <laughs> a matter of soulmate. I, I want to find someone who's aligned with what I'm into. And then if there's attraction and there's comfort between us and then they're aligned with what I'm into, then we'll do that. Here's another thing. What I don't want is like two wives or anything like that. I want one girl that I can spoil and take home to mom and then we do this with other women. I'm not trying to have like a harem yeah, you you're not trying to have three wives because, and ten kids yes, and because, shit like that. Because because the harem thing, they will go off and be with someone else always. Because uh, for a, a woman, it's like again, seventy eight percent of marriages are are, initi- are divorces are initiated by women, and it's generally because 
even though a woman wants monogamy, there's some part of the relationship where they were not being fulfilled anymore or they were not being validated. And when that validation stops, which easily could happen when we're talking three, four, five women and you're, there is no main, then of course the, the girl's going to go off and be with someone else. And she should. She should. Like I tell women all the time, like if, if you want to be in a serious relationship with me and you know that I don't want to be with one, guys are like, what happens when she runs off with some other dude? Are you pissed? I'm like, no, she's smart. She's fucking smart. She shouldn't. I'm not going to be in a relationship with you. If you start seeing someone else, I'd never blame a woman for that because slavery was outlawed January, uh, January 1st, 1865. You don't own anyone. <laughs> you don't own anyone. So for me, it's like I always, and when I see someone and we stop seeing each other, I always want the best for them. I yeah. always want to do I've helped them out with their podcast, their fucking websites. I've helped them out with their social media. I've introduced them but several girls that I used to date, I've interviewed on red carpets before and I'm trying to get them as much exposure as possible because, again, I don't own anyone and I just want them to be happy. And because of that, um, I'll tell you one thing that is interesting. We talked about female friends before. Something we didn't talk about was like a lot of times my female friends, occasionally, I've seen this with guys who have a lot of female friends, they'll have a crush on you because it's the opposite. Every dude's hitting on them and then finally they meet a dude who's not hitting on them. Mm -hmm. And then like he's, he's around a bunch of girls who like him, mm -hmm. but like for whatever reason, like, like I'm prettier than these girls. Why is he never hitting on me? This happens a lot, and like yes, you kind of see it. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I, what I, the other thing that I found is that when you friends on a girl, she takes it so much better than a guy does. When you friends on a dude, he is so fucking pissy about it. <laughs> oh yes, when, he is. When you friends on a girl, like she, if, if there was a guy you were super attracted to, and he's like, hey, for whatever reason, I can't be in a relationship with you, but I still want to be friends. You guys would probably still be friends. It would yeah, be okay to do it. Totally. Oh, he's like my good guy friend because because there's some value in having a cool guy friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's the other thing that I found is like a lot of times I'll have female friends and they'll just straight up tell me that they have a crush and it's not because I'm attractive or, or anything or good looking or anything like that. It's because they've just seen me with so many other girls and I just treat them as a friend and there's no like weird fucking grab of the butt or mm -hmm. hey, let's have a naked booby hug. Like none of that shit happens with me. I don't touch anybody <laughs> inappropriately. And so because of that, I end up in a situation where um, like I'll have girls that I'm just friends with and they'll will. There are certain girls that like legitimately it's like in between relationships. And I know because these girls cannot be in relationships. It's not that they don't want to. It's just they do not want to settle down. And it's usually I'm either bored or he's or he's um, possessive. One of those two things. And then they'll go. They'll be in a relationship. Oh, my God. I just met this guy. I was like, OK, cool. I totally respect the boundaries of your relationship. Therefore, I'm not going to ask you out on a date. Six weeks later, she's like, fuck that guy. He's super obsessive. And then they come over and we go on a date again. And I was just like, okay, I don't own you, so it's fine. Let's go to Masters. I want to eat the butter cake. Let's fucking go. Like, I don't care. <laughs> and that's just generally how it is. But I loved being in a relationship. And so that, that, that would be the goal for me. It would be with one person who's fine with us being with women together. It's not fine with me being with women. It's fine with us being with women together. Mm -hmm. I think the reason that women take being friend zone better than men is because I just feel like the view that a lot of men have for women, like we're talking about you being friends with a lot of women. A lot of men don't have women friends. They, they're not surrounded by women in their workplace. They're not surrounded by women in their, their uh, friends dynamics. They're choosing to not surround themselves with women. Yeah. And I feel like when you have that perspective on life and you're not befriending women, you're not learning from women. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're, your view of women is different than your view of yeah. women. Your view of women as that's somebody I want to date, not somebody I want to be friends with. And I feel like when you befriend a woman and you have all these female friends, it really empowers you in, in circles of women and yeah. you're going to feel more comfortable. Yes. You're going to feel more confident. Uh, you know, you're, you're not, it's, it's just going to be a completely different outlook. I feel like on life when you have female friends. Yeah. So and I mean, I've been friend zoned. 
actually more than once. Okay, so hold on. We need to get back to that. Please remind <laughs> me because li- we're, 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 we're still just we like blown away. We have this thing where we have we're this like, thing. We look at each fuck? other. It's like, yeah. oh, hi. I'm Chantel and I have to look at beautiful people online. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. All right. So, 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 so back to what you said before uh, about, uh, about having the female friends. Hold on. I forgot. I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? The... Um, uh, oh, Surrounding yeah. two, yourself two, with two, women. Two, two, two different types of guys who don't like having female friends. One type of guy is he's the underground misogynist. He doesn't know he's a misogynist, but he legitimately mm-hmm. does not think that either one of you, because you are not men and you do not under. Do you guys understand the dimorphic difference between men and women? We think we do, but we don't. It's not just X and Y chromosome. The difference is there's there's two there's a, several main ones, but like on average, a man's testosterone around the age of 19, 20 when he peaks versus a woman's is 19 times greater, right? Is it 19 or 17 times? I forgot. It's 17 times greater. So 17 times. So when women take out anabolic steroids, the first thing that they report is an outrageous sex drive. It's not an outrageous sex drive. It's me and Corey on a Tuesday, right? It's just that it's not an outrageous sex drive. It's just how we are normally. It's just you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. The other difference is upper body strength. I know this is we're way off. This is outside the bounds. But like generally women have lower body strength, but upper body strength, men are just much stronger. The reason why is if you go back through the anthropological record, you'll find that it's men killing other men over women. Genghis Khan, even if you go World War II, it really was uh, Hitler and those people fighting for an Aryan race. Like this, it is always men killing other men over women. That's essentially what it is, right? If you go back and look at skeletons from 50,000 years ago, you find men with the axe, axe holes in it and arrow marks and broken bones and the women's, <laughs> the women's skeletons are pristine, just untouched. That's just the way that's the way the, the world worked. So in the situation, on the one hand, we have, uh, like I said before, underground misogyny. We just don't see each other as the same because, again, you guys don't have the testosterone. You don't feel the same things. We are not interested in the same things. I don't know a ton of women that are into video games. There's more now because of Twitch, but I don't know a ton that are into or like love basketball as much as I love. I love the fuck out of basketball. And like I don't meet a ton of women that are like that. So it's a little bit different. So that because of that, they think, well, I can't ask you guys for advice. Well, that's bullshit, first off, that because you just don't understand from their perspective how much information you can glean. And the second one is this. When they get around women, the programming changes. I remember when the colonel, when I was a captain in the Air Force, when the colonel would walk in, we'd stand at attention, and my voice would change, and the way I would talk would change, and I would never call this dude by his first name. The, my whole programming, the algorithm that I used to communicate would change because a high-status person came in. And this is what happened when these creepy dudes came up to you guys. When, I've seen some <laughs> creepy dudes around you guys in the last couple of days. When they come around, their algorithm changes. Mm-hmm. What can I do to either shoot my shot because I have no chance, or how can I change myself so that I do have a chance instead of, hey, let me find out who these people are as human beings because that's the only way that you can be friends with the the analogy that i always use is i am the quarterback you guys are the wide receiver i am the fucking point guard you guys are the shooting guard we are teammates Mm -hmm. we are teammates shooting the shit one of my favorite games to to become friends with girls is playing never have i ever i love that shit we love love that game too love love that game you play never (laughs) ever and you find out some stuff about people and and it's really great and then here's the thing you laugh because this girl talks about the fucking walk of shame that she had when she was in college and like how she slept with this dude and her fucking roommate and you're just pissing yourself laughing and you realize hey this is an interesting person telling a story not a woman telling a story this is an interesting story from an interesting person appreciate the fact that a human being is telling you a story instead of a woman so i te- treat everyone like a teammate like i come set a screen for me we're gonna go shoot and then when you have a female go out there and you actually she helps you meet women holy shit then you really understand the whole teammate vibe or whenever i throw an event and i have a bunch of women come out like at babes in toyland and we raise a bunch of money for charity legitimate teammates like on me on the red carpet i'm just the offensive coordinator you guys are running the place for me and then when you go out and do that we raise a bunch of money for charity so legitimately women as teammate your teammates those mm-hmm. are the closest friends right the guys yeah. you were in a military unit with or the guys you played football with the guys you played basketball with those are your teammates so when you when i look at it like that 
don't know if you guys have ever seen my bikini competitions. I always make the girls put their hands in there. It's like one, two, three, break. And we run onto the stage. Like that's how I treat it like a high school football game. And so because of that, that's why it's so much easier for me to have friends. And then the idea of like me having to go out and meet women, how, why would I have to go out and meet women? Like literally, like do you guys, anyone who's watching this, if I go out with Chantel and fucking Lenny to any party, like women are just going to come up and talk to us. I don't have to do anything. And it's just so mind boggling to me that nobody would grasp that. Make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Teammates. Yeah. I love that. That is like such good advice. Guys, you're listening. Women are your teammates. Look at them as people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not Women, they're just people. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, guys. You don't understand. So because I'm around this so much, it's easier for me. But for a lot of guys, it is the first time they see you. I wish that one time you could feel what that's like for a dude to just be so overwhelmed with fucking adrenaline when they see a woman who's so far out of their league. It's like it's crazy to watch. I wish they could put like an EEG on a guy so you could see what happens. It's like they, they, they barely can control themselves. And you saw it. Like dudes barely being able to control themselves and acting weird. So that's that's the situation. Again, how could you uh, what's a, calibrate yourself to that consistent stimulus, right, where your dream girl is around you and you don't act weird? How about having a bunch of female friends? Again, the answer is always going to be abundance. The I was always going to have a bunch of abundance of female friends, and so that's the thing that I found. When I want to network with guys, having a bunch of female friends. When I want to network with girls, having a bunch of female friends. When I want to get into a party I can't get into, having a bunch of female friends. It's always the same, mm-hmm. the same answer. Mm-hmm. Abundance mentality. Yeah. Rule number three. <laughs> Rule number three, one of these days I'm going to go over all six rules of the Men of Action program for you. But rule number three I, is abundance. I think you said something that kind of like sparked my 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 attention there for a second. Um, totally feel like I couldn't hear myself for a second. That was weird. Um, you you said out of out of her league or out of out of his league. And we've we've had this discussion before about being out of someone's league. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't believe that people are out of people's leagues. I, mean, I feel if you put yourself in a league yeah. and you put them in another league and it's like, I'll tell you, and I know every woman is different. Yeah. What what she's attracted to in a, in a man is completely different from what I'm attracted in, to yes. in a man. Mm-hmm. But what I will say about what we share in common is it's not, and, and this is just me and her, I know a lot of other women are attracted to different things, but for her and I, I know that we both, we don't look at men as objects, first, first of all. Right. Yeah. We, I'm not, when I look at a man and the first thing I look at is not his abs, it's not his watch, it's not his car. Sure, all of those things are factors. Just you, like when you, you look at anyone. you didn't already make more money than them. <laughs> it's it's shout just out to like <laughs> shout out fucking OnlyFans. Um, it's it's not about that. It's about how you act. It's about how you. Yes. Per, it's how about how you carry yourself. It's about yeah. a confidence. Yeah. So it's about a, a quiet confidence. confidence without being a douchebag. Right. You know. Yeah. It's about yeah. who you are and yeah. not how you look. And people are like, yeah. oh, well, that's not true, you know? And we had this conversation about like short men. And men have it in their heads that women only like tall men. That's not true. It's just not yeah. true. I, I don't walk up to a man and think like, oh my God, he's six foot five. I need to fuck him. Like I, that thought has never crossed my mind. Right. And and I think that for a lot of women, you know, we're we're not all the same. No, so that's the thing. Your deviation for things you're attracted to, again, there's a book that defines this. They surveyed 17,000 women anonymously. It's called Why Women Have Sex by uh, David David Buss and Cindy Meston. Uh, and it's one of the most fascinating books I've ever read in my life. And they go over these different reasons. And I, when you read the, the book in the, the beginning, it'll be like, well, this is men att- women attracted to men. Okay, makes sense. That's chapter one. Then when they start talking about women who like literally have sex with their husband just because they think he deserves it and they don't enjoy sex at all, you'll be like, huh? Yeah. And it's another one. It's like, I literally have 14 orgasms every time I have sex. And you're like, huh? And then you go through that and you start realizing the deviation for, uh, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I've been with more than women, one woman in my life. And 
they're all different. What you guys are into, sexually and non-sexually, when I say different, bro, I mean the thing that this one woman was 10 out of 10 super into, the next woman would slap me in the face for. Mm -hmm. It is incredible, the difference. And then I'm told to not ask. I'm told, no, you should just know. You should just read my body language. No, you got to tell me. And that's one of the things why I really like like, it's really funny because when, when I'm with a woman, we talk about teammates. If I'm with a woman who's bisexual and I keep telling her, you're really hot, nothing, I don't know if you guys realize this, nothing the two of you could do is creepy. Nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> you could go up to men and just be like, let me see, show me that ass, buddy. Like, it would be a little weird. But <laughs> it would like, be weird. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, it'd be weird for you, but for the dude, he'd be like, oh, okay. He wouldn't be creepy. He's not going to go file an HR complaint. But like, there's very little an attractive woman could do to be creepy. So I tell these women, I'm like, just go for it. Like, she's not going to, she's attracted to you. Like, literally, if I I do it i'm creepy if you do it you're not creepy it's just not you've seen girls in a strip club grab another strippers like boobs just out of nowhere and the girl i've yet to see a girl complain ever in my entire life from something like that because it's just very it's a very different vibe right so it's like it's kind of coaching and you kind of understand hey this is what we need to do we're team we're teammates or whatever but i find a lot of times where i'll be with a bisexual woman and she's like very shy about the other woman i'm like you don't have to be you're pretty she's very attractive to you. there's like nothing that you have to do that's that's weird but um you know, back to back to what you said before. Seeing everyone as a human being, regardless of their mm-hmm. skin color or, 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 or race or whatever, we as Homo sapiens were not designed this way. We were designed to live in small tribes and kill people who lived in a tribe that we didn't understand. Mm-hmm. That's how we survived for the longest period of time because it wasn't other Homo sapiens. It was Homo habilis, Homo erectus, Homo australis, Homo neanderthalis. There were twenty six versions of Homo sapiens that existed, and when Homo sapiens, I'm sorry, hominids that existed, and when Homo sapiens existed three hundred thousand years ago, there were six other types of hominids, and we killed them all. We killed. Do you guys want to know what happened? Neanderthals, we ate them and raped them. That's essentially what happened. That's why they're gone. And then you're like, oh, humans, I, I, under, I can't understand why we're so violent. That's why we're violent because evolution made us this way, right? And so now there's the normal thing as well. Men and women are separate or people who are different skin color than me are separate. We have to be we have to be aware enough and transcendental enough to be able to wear, oh, okay, this is just my evolutionary wiring speaking and these humans have a common experience just like me and mm-hmm. all these people. Mm-hmm. Like, again, when you start to do that, then you understand, oh, a woman's gonna be present or a black man's gonna be present. Then it doesn't make, he's, he went through the same, he went through puberty. He went, he had troubles with his mom and dad. He had a high school crush. He's just like me. He's just like me. So let me just understand that we all have 46 fucking uh, alleles and 26 chromosomes and we're, we're all you know descendants of the same, you know, Hundred thousand hunter gatherers that live in between the Tigris and Euphrates three hundred thousand years ago. Sorry, I got a little evolutionary psychology. No, I mean it's it's so true though. Awareness, yeah, compassion, just knowing that we're all coming from like similar places. I think that regardless of our preferences or sexual preferences, our partner preferences, at the end of the day, all of us want really similar things. We we want to feel loved. Mm -hmm. We want to feel happy. We want to feel understood. We want to be seen. Want to feel connected. And I think that's true regardless of 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 anything, your, uh, your skin, your sexuality, yes. anything. We all want the same inherent things. I think where things get confusing is this, is that men, when they want validation, for women, validation comes in many forms. It is the man protecting you or some, for some, you, you said before, oh God, this guy's 6'5", I wanna fuck him. You don't feel like that. I know mm-hmm. some women who absolutely feel like that. They see a dude 6'5", and fucking roided up, and 100% there's no more words that need to be said. Uh, just women are all different. That was the whole point yes. of the book, right? So the people are people are different. So while you feel that way, the problem that, that makes it different is like for women, they need validation in several different areas. For some women, it's money. For some women, it's security. Some women, they just want a big, strong man. Some women, they want to be able to laugh. Some women, love they want, languages. They love languages. Mm-hmm. They want to be smart. For men, uh, validation comes from where? Yeah. 
It comes from sex, and that's the th- that's the problem. This is where the miscommunication happens. Is because men will go out on a date with a woman, and then she'll call, start calling her names because they don't have sex on the first date. Again, his validation comes from sex, and so when you can transcend that and kind of come to the understanding, like, hey, there's other things that are that are worthwhile in the world. Like for me, raising money for charity is more important to me than any one particular woman right now. So that's the reason why I, that's a different type of validation. I rescue animals. I rescue cats. I've I've had eight, but right now I only have two. I have another rescue coming, and I love rescuing cats, and so. That's one thing where I get a lot of validation. I look at the cats and I'm like, they would be dead if I wasn't able to rescue them. There's some validation from that. But for some men, it's like literally the validation is sexual intercourse, which is also the reason why for women, cheating can be an emotional thing. For men, cheating is penetration. Mm-hmm. For women, cheating is, oh my God, you text message your ex. You fucking cheated on me emotionally. I hate you. Move out. For for men, it's like he, he put his penis in you. We're done. That's it. It's uh, Penetration is is cheating. So that's that's, again, evolutionarily why we're different. Absolutely. Women want yeah. details. They're like, what? how long has this been going on? What was being yeah. said? They Dudes want like, every single deep fail. And yeah, the, <laughs> the you man's fuck? like, you did fuck? you fuck him? Okay, cool. Xbox. Yep, <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. Did you fuck him? That's all they want to know. They, mm-hmm. They're not even asking for details. The women are like, want to know. They want to read your text messages. Yeah. They want to see all the correspondence. They want to understand emotionally where were you? And the men were just like, I just... On fucker. It was a survey, uh, <laughs> a college survey, uh, men and women. I'll try to make it really quicker. When the men were asked, uh, would you be more jealous if the woman had an emotional connection or had sex? They asked the women, would you be more jealous if the man had an emotional connection or had sex? For the women, it was like something like um, 75, 80% emotional connection. For men, it was like 99% sex. Mm-hmm. Not 99, probably 93% sex. I so think I read it, that. Again, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, really, it's just very difficult. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not above this. The idea of a woman I'm with having sexual intercourse with another dude makes me want to put 315 on the bench press and start, starts fucking screaming. Like, <laughs> literally, okay, if I was going to, I'm going to be just honest, I mean, this might not be healthy, but like for me, when I think about somebody that I, that I care about with some other dude, that's what I think about in the gym sometimes. And I'm just like, got to go harder, got to go fucking harder. <laughs> that's a lot of motivation. Napoleon Hill talks about it in the last chapter of Think and Grow Rich. It's called sexual motivation. That's where it comes from. And uh, like for us as men, a lot of times you guys wonder why these men build these fucking companies and, and build buildings and you know dude what happened albert einstein he theory of relativity get wins the nobel prize for the photoelectric effect in 1921 yes i do remember that and um and and then he starts trying to date his fucking cousin who's like super hot his super hot cousin he's like and then i mean dude you you, you see these men like uh steve jobs dated several supermodels well uh you know um i can, I can go on on and on about all these dudes like even the richest most noble men you can think of it was still for sexual selection, even though they're fantastically wealthy. Elon Musk just started dating Grimes and they had a kid together. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not, he, he doesn't date Grimes if he's just some Elon from the block from New Zealand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's, he's dating Grimes because he made all this money and he noticed, she notices him. So that, that's kind of the issue, right? So it's kind of weird where sexual selection for men is like everything. Like it is the reason why, because dude, if women weren't picky, we'd all be living in caves still. Like that's the thing. <laughs> a lot of it is us trying to uh, trying to impress women, right? Is what Dave Chappelle said: is women want to have sex in a cardboard box, man wouldn't even buy a house, like, <laughs> right? That's how they feel. So it's that's just so fucking true. It's yeah, hilarious. I'm sorry. We're getting into it really heavy is. evolutionary psychology right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious what your fans are going to think about all this. <laughs> well, what advice would you give to them? Oh, so the main thing I'm going to say is like, so obviously the female friends thing is going to always be number one, but the main thing is going to be, um, if you can learn to become a good listener. So this is for all type of networking. So go read, um, how to win friends and influence people. And then crucial conversations. Those are two books I would highly recommend. And then the other thing I'm going to tell you is how to break rapport. So I would study the way comedy works. So it's, I know this is going to sound crazy, but it's apple, apple, banana, but we say apple, apple, tampon. 
So the the way jo- every joke is set up, it's, it goes A B A A B or A A B A. There's an actual um, there's an actual formula, a mathematical formula, of comedy. If you can learn that, then actually you can teach yourself to be a little bit funnier and understand timing. For me, like at Babes in Toyland, I get up every year and I'm like, "Hey guys, thank you for joining us. We're very happy that you're here. You helped us raise money for so much, so many charities. Give yourself a big round of a uh, big round of applause and remember, if you're ugly, please use a condom." And then I just walk off. I'll just drop the mic. One time I was at uh, Swimsuit USA's World Championship, and at the end I was like, "Congratulations to Laura Zephyr. She's won Swimsuit USA's World Championship. You're going to find her." at the Copacabana with all the other contestants for Swimsuit USA, but you will also find that Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. Good night. And then I just, I just dropped the <laughs> mic and walk off. It's apple, apple, apple tampon. Like, so that's how jokes are set up. So those are two things. Learn to be a good listener. Learn how to break rapport and be funny. And then lastly, having female friends. If you're a dude, have female friends. If you're a girl, have female friends. You want to network with guys, have female friends. You want to network with girls, have female friends, period. Tons of them. Unlimited. How many female friends should I have? All of them. He goes, Michael, what if I want to date some of these girls? Having female friends and dating girls have nothing to do with each other. Frequently, the girls I end up dating are my female friends. They have nothing to do with each other. But we've, we've brainwashed these men into thinking, she's my friend. But no, she can't be my friend. She's the enemy. The enemy can't be my friend. She's the enemy. Mm-hmm. I have to conquer her to have sexual intercourse with her because she's the enemy, so she can't be my friend. And I'm like, no, that's, you're confused. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. Like That's how you'll end up meeting them because what they've done is the opposite. I tried to have sex with her. She didn't want to have sex with me and put me in their friend zone. Therefore, the friend zone is the worst. It's the lava in the fucking bottom of Super Mario Brothers. It's like you die. <laughs> Nobody wants to go into the friend zone. That's the bad place. And I'm like, don't ever get put in the friend zone. You put them in the friend zone first, and then everything is fine. Makes sense? Cool. Wow. Absolutely. Well, fucking love it. Yeah, I know. Well, we're really happy that we had you on on our podcast because yes. I yeah. think this would be this is going to be very interesting and for our viewers, you know. Absolutely. Have female friends, guys. Yes. Thank yes. you so much for uh, for coming on, for allowing us to use uh, your studio. Yeah, of course. This, this has been place. a lot of fun. We're going to make another trip out to Vegas and, you know, maybe like knock out more of ours here. Yeah. yeah no, a little fun in Sin yeah. City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to be like, I'm just going to be like feeling out and just being very observant of, of all the females and all the males everywhere I go in Las Vegas. Just just quietly observing <laughs> I feel I, like a fucking hey, This is my friend Chantel She's observing you real quick What's your name? Hey, this is, these are my male stripper friends This is Chantel She's observing Well you're quietly I, I'm, I'm very interested I, I actually do like Observing male strippers I've, I've learned a lot Just in those instances Being around male strippers And I've worked in nightclubs Before in my, my previous lives <laughs> Many I've had many of those We'll have to yeah. talk about that On another podcast But Uh, Yes, quietly observing. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.